Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Disc Dump Podcast. This is the show where we watch movies, play games, or listen to music in an effort to decide are we going to keep the disc or are we going to dump it. Today is the finale of our October Spectacular. As always, I'm here with Josh. What up, Josh? Hey, how's it going? (laughs) Here in person again. Yeah. Live. Coming to you live. Coming to you live. Happening right now as it enters your ears. We just finished the uh, A Nightmare on Elm Street remake, 2010. Jackie Earl Haley. Would you say it was the best movie you've ever seen? No. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Would never say that. (laughs) Wouldn't come close to saying that. Well, what are your overall thoughts? How'd you feel about it? It was all right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Um, I kind of feel the same way as I felt when when I left the theater watching this was... It was fine, but it's not it's not really memorable in any way. And now I feel like it's worse because the graphics definitely do not hold up. No, no. I never would have thought that 2011 would seem like a long time ago and it was dated, but it absolutely is. Yeah, bad, bad CGI in this. And things that are CGI that would look better if they were practical. Like the makeup. Like his makeup being, yeah, partially CGI. His makeup's not great anyways. And then it gets worse with the fact that they had CGI. I thought that at least his forehead and his eyes looked pretty good, like a real burn victims. But then they just added, like, meat and sinew to his cheeks that did not, does not have any place in it. He's a man with a very small face. Yes. So when you're trying to build upon that to make like a scary face, there's not enough material there. Robert England has a very prominent face. Like he has a chin, he has a nose, like Jackie Earl Haley has those things. They're just very tiny. He has a very <laughs> small nose. He has a very small chin. He does in fact have all of the features of a human <laughs> being though. <laughs> He's got a nose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they took it away from this movie. But yeah, I mean, I didn't think he looked that bad, but he sounded bad. He was Rorschach. Yeah, his voice is not good at all. It's not menacing. It's not it's not overdubbed at all with like a layer like Freddy's voice usually is. There's no like demonic layer over it. It's just his voice. It doesn't help that he looks it, it's or not looks. He sounds ADR'd every time he speaks. Yeah. So his dialogue isn't like it doesn't sound like it's coming out of him properly no they'll scream save us i'll whisper no yeah he sounds just like rorschach 100 percent, just like rorschach and do you think that's why he got the role is because he sounded like that compared to his actual voice where he's like no don't you get me (laughs) uh no i think he got it because he got like complimented a lot about his role as Warshack, so he was just kind of an it guy, so it's like, let's throw something else at him. It's the same hat. It's the same hat. It's yeah. the same hat. We know what he why. looks like in a fedora. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not my favorite remake in history, mm. but like you said, it's fine. Like I'd rather have it than not have it, I guess. Uh maybe not. Yeah, it's the worst of the remakes. Absolutely. Friday the 13th is better than this. Even Halloween's better than this. Texas Chainsaw is way better than Texas this. Texas Chainsaw is better than this. Yeah. It's because he needs CGI elements. He can have those. So they give them to him. They don't look good because it's 2010. Right. <laughs> like, it w- you know, Jason doesn't need CGI stuff. Neither does Michael. Neither does Leatherface. 
if they choose to throw them in, it's a little more believable because it's like CGI of cutting someone's leg off. That's easier to do than a demon man coming out of a wall. <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of throwbacks to the early ones, obviously, because that's what you do with the remake. But him coming out of the wall was pretty rough. Yeah, it looked bad. Practical effects are just better. Like, you weren't doing anything new that needed CGI. Like, you weren't attempting something that hadn't been done before. You were doing things that already existed in this movie universe, but doing them poorly. The CGI in Freddy vs. Jason was way better than the CGI in this movie. Mm, yeah, yeah. Well, that pot worm. The, the pot worm was rough, but like when he turns into the shadow and he reaches out to get the guy and he doesn't quite get him. Yeah, it's it's not seven years better than that graphics. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and the apparel was dated even then, I feel like. Even in 2010, nobody dressed up like the guy from my chemical romance yeah yeah the graph the the hairstyles is more what it is the boys in this movie have some uh dated hairstyles they don't have like one look they all their wardrobe changes so vastly between scenes it's like i don't know nothing there's no cohesive wardrobe Except there's a lot of people wearing white, especially when they're going to get splattered with blood. Yeah. I feel a big thing about this movie is that you can't, you don't feel connected to any of the characters. Because it's kind of all over the place. We discussed this while we watched it. Is that Katie Cassidy character, the girl from Arrow, they spend half the movie making you think she's the main character. So then by the time you really start to get time with the main character, it's the third act already. <laughs> yeah. And even then, it's like, is Nancy the main character? Is the boy the main character? <laughs> like, there's too many people who get a lot of focus in this film. Yeah, it, and it's not an ensemble cast at the same time. Like, Dream Warriors, you might not have gotten to know all of them, but they all played a central role in it. And the characters that are in this movie don't feel like a team, nor do they feel like they're in the same circumstance, even though they say they are. Everyone is experiencing something so vastly different, but also the same, that it doesn't it doesn't translate well. We also, yeah, you go from like five disjointed people down to two disjointed people who have like basically a forced relationship. <laughs> yeah, very chaste kiss at the end. Yeah, yeah, some they've kind of stopped doing that in movies. Where it's like, the main two people have to be together by the end. Right. <laughs> it's, it's like, that's not important. Why didn't you ever say yes to any of our dates? I tell you what, I'll take you on a date when we survive this. She said no before. <laughs> yeah, now's not the time. <laughs> no means no, Quentin. <laughs> so the, the casting, though, could have been a lot worse. Everybody, for the most part, is famous. Even the nondescript nurse. Yep. Yeah, yeah, uncredited doctor is April O'Neil from the original Ninja Turtles movie, Catherine Hogue. Why she's uncredited? When at the end of the credits, I saw a nurse was credited. Yeah. But, but not a known actress. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Quentin is that guy from everything you've seen that was a teen scream. Yeah. No name, doesn't I, matter. I've definitely seen him in things. Mm -hmm. Girl from Arrow. Girl from Arrow. Cassie Kennedy. Katie Kennedy. <laughs> I don't know. Katie Cassidy. Katie. Daughter Cassidy. of David Cassidy. Yeah. And our lead girl, who I'm in love with and don't know her name. Uh, Rooney Mara. Rooney Mara. Rooney Mara. Big fan. I feel like is just famous for having that name. 
I don't know. She's got a face. That's it's a good one. And dating Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, that's a wild. That's wild. He was he was much older than her in 2010. So I'm going to assume he's <laughs> it's still, still much a- older. It's still not an appropriate age gap. <laughs> she grown ass woman now. Um, the mom. What's her name? The actress who plays mom. Uh, from Friday Night Lights and Nashville. <laughs> you know her if you saw her. She looks the same in everything she's ever been in. And fucking Clancy Brown. Clancy. The best. He killed Freddy Krueger. He did. It was glorious. <laughs> he made a Molotov cocktail out of an entire can of gas. <laughs> and we, the last scene we see of him, he's just cranky in an office. Yeah, he's like, I... So we might have killed someone who was innocent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were so young, it doesn't matter yeah. if he was innocent. Yeah. We didn't stop to ask if you were making it up. <laughs> we just decided to kill the guy. To be fair, they did see deep scratches on their backs yeah. and shit that weren't from them. I feel like the teachers needed to be a much bigger fault than let's just hunt down the gardener. Where were they what were they doing letting the kids go off with the gardener in the first place? And they're just like, what? Like, the parents come to pick the kids up, and they're just like, hey, by the way, kid disappeared with the gardener for an hour, came back, scratches all over the body, clothes all cut up, really looked traumatized. <laughs> anyway. The only explanation is if this, like, was coinciding with Dennis the Menace. Like, <laughs> one kid occupied all the teachers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Throwing pies in their faces and it stuff. It wasn't for Terry being such a little shit. <laughs> Teachers would have noticed these kids being molested. Fucking Terry. Um, yeah, we even got a little uh, got a cameo from the kid from Disturbia and uh, the uh, Friday Thirteenth remake. What else? Anything like Project X? Yep, something like that. He was in all those kinds of movies. Yeah, the guy who's super charismatic, but you don't know his name. Asian man. Beautiful yeah. Asian man. He didn't look cute as a kid, though. No. <laughs> the, the kid they use for him is very... <laughs> he draws the eye. <laughs> um, I mean, it's so generally speaking, it covers the same plot as the original. We don't need to go beat for beat through it. You get it. Like, we get the girl at the beginning. Oh, well, it opens with a totally new scene of a guy in a diner. And there's big flames and stuff, and he cuts his own neck with a steak knife. That was kind of new. Yeah, that wasn't bad. It was very hard to watch, but that's that's pretty decent for an open the opening. They just throw you right into it. Yeah, not not a problem by me. I enjoyed that. And uh, they establish these weird relationship things that do not matter at all in this movie. Yeah, one kid used to be dating girl from Arrow. But then they broke up, so now she's dating guy from Twilight. But then he necks himself with a steak knife. So then homeboy's back in that. He's like, yo, sorry your new boyfriend died, but ha <laughs> Reverts back to me, Uno style. <laughs> <laughs> and they snuggle up in bed, and then she gets tossed around like a ragdoll and cut essentially into quarters and drop back into bed so now boyfriend of course is in trouble he's on the run he's on the run just like the original he happens to stop in on art girl and be like i didn't do it i swear and then he gets arrested and he gets thrown in jail with prison mike yeah <laughs> we call him prison mike because why not it's like who called the cops i guess the guy who said he was calling the cops but like 
No, he busted out and the uh, security alarm was going off. Yeah, yes. That is true. Yeah. But, I mean, that's not a calling all cars situation. <laughs> this motherfucker was surrounded. <laughs> yeah, they they not only knew that there was a situation, they tracked his ass down immediately. Although everyone is just on Elm Street, I suppose. Nobody moved. That's true. But, yeah, he got grabbed. Uh, he looks like the kid from The Sopranos. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he does. So, everyone's doing their little research. They added a new mechanic called micro-naps. Uh, Josh, you ever stay up super late? Like, super late? Like, really, really long time? Yeah. Yes, I have. You look like a man who's got, like, helicopters and shit going through his head. <laughs> <laughs> World War flashback. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's having a time or two. I've been up... I don't... Some people like it. I hate the feeling of being up all night to the point where the sun starts to come up. Mm -hmm. I'm like, Jesus, now I gotta try to sleep with the sun up? Like, this is gonna suck. Yeah, when, like, light and color are different. Everything is different after. It's like a sunrise. I don't give a fuck who says it. Sunrise is nowhere near as beautiful as the sunset. Yeah. Sunset's the shit, and then you have nighttime to deal with. When sunrise blows, it's a new day. You gotta go to work again. You're still drunk. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sunrise happens and everybody else is peppy, whereas in the evening time, everyone's having a good time. I just sit there and go, I can't believe people get up for work at this time every day. (laughs) Yeah, it fucking sucks to beat the sun up every day, let me tell you. But, yeah, so, sleepy times. One time, I helped my buddy. He, like, this whole compound hired him to wax floors for them. And they were, like, this school year hadn't started or what? It was a cult. So this cult hired us to wax their floors. And we were up for two days straight trying to get these floors waxed. And the only reason we stopped is I looked at my buddy and I went, Hey, man, can we go home now? You'll come back tomorrow or something, right? And he's like, I guess, okay. But we would have just continued to stay up. And um, it was a good call to leave because he had to drive home. And we were just, like, yelling, trying to keep ourselves alive. So, I feel like micro-naps might be a real thing. You just have these moments where you just become distant, and you're gone for a few minutes, and you come back, and you're like, was I asleep with my eyes open? So, micro-naps were cool. Yeah, they're definitely real. And yeah, they were cool to uh, for, like, environmental stuff in this, where we just, like, click over. Mm-hmm. Homeboy in the prison gets killed, not by Prison Mike, but poor Prison Mike, he got it worse than anybody. Yeah, he probably got blamed for that, even though he... His arms are completely blood-free, and this man's clearly had a forearm through his chest. Yep. Not through his back, just through his chest. How do you explain that, Doc? So, yeah, he dies. Uh, then everyone's hip to the fact that there's a guy there. What are they going on? Giga search? Yeah, yeah they're <laughs> like Googling him and having a very hard time finding anything. Because the town, like came together and scrubbed the internet and town records of this man to be like he never existed all you all you four-year-olds forget about being molested and and assaulted by this man they all said okay they just got lucky that they all fucking forgot hypnosil yeah i was gonna say they could have used hypnosil as this like memory erasing drug nope everyone gave it to a bunch of four-year-olds four-year-olds Nothing like fucking with a molding mind. Yeah, for all the throwbacks, they had drugs as a part of this movie, and we didn't get hypnosil. Yeah, ain't no hypnosil. It's probably because logically, if you think about hypnosil for more than 
half of a second, you go, oh, okay, that would be the end of Freddy. Right. It makes you not dream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's his real weakness, his <laughs> hypnocell. But he had no problems invading people's dreams in this one. He was fucking people up. She falls asleep in school, and there's, like, a cool scene where everything gets, like, silent hilled. Like, yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah, everyone turns to dust. That looks cool. But none of it's, like... Like, besides those little things, there's no new stuff in here at all. And not not a single thing of what is in it is done better. I did like... There's My favorite scene is when they're in the pharmacy. And Freddy's, like, coming through in micro-naps. And he's, like, slashing at her. And, like, the baby powder yeah, gets slashed off. back and off. forth. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's probably the only original thing in this whole movie is that like coming in and out as lights are flickering and shit. But yeah, the the kid swimming, he just gets pulled down for no reason and gets the flashback for no reason. Yeah, let me exp- yeah, that's weird. They do this subplot where it's like Freddy was innocent because I had a dream that you killed him and that's against the law. <laughs> And none of us remember doing that happening to us, so it must not have happened to us. We must have just been liars. Yeah, we're all liars. And the scratches on our backs, lies too. Yeah, the girl had found out that every single person from the school had been killed except the two of them. But but we just made that up. Yeah. <laughs> so then they started to think Freddy's coming for them because they lied. But don't worry. They find they easily find Freddy's <laughs> rape dungeon that the the teachers and parents couldn't find apparently that was it was easily just right behind a cork board and he needed then, adrenaline that's what did it yank that shit off the wall <laughs> yeah like he-man <laughs> <laughs> but uh they find find the dungeon they find pictures that nancy had been molested so then they're like oh guess what our theory was wrong we were molested <laughs> <laughs> he did deserve to die so he's coming with us because we got it. he come he's coming for us because we got him killed. And it's like, yeah, no shit. Yeah, he's, been, he's literally been telling you the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> You're my favorite girl. I'm going to lick your face. Yeah. That's pretty gross. Uh, they did add the, like, your brain continues to operate for seven minutes after your heart goes down. So he just, like, gets to spend seven minutes torturing them. That's a lot of torture time. Would have been nice to see, though. Would it? Yeah. I mean, been scary. It would have been scary. You're right. But uh, sometimes less is more. This movie is much less. <laughs> yeah. Much less. Uh, they go into the dream world. They have a little little fight-a-roo. Um, there's a few throwbacks to old ones. Like, she's running down the hall, and she ends up in a river of blood. Instead of getting eaten by the bed and having blood shoot out, blood shoots out of the ceiling, and she lands in the bed. Yeah. That Un- was a Unblooded. No, unblooded. No blood on her. Pure white dress. Yeah. A little weird. A little weird, but uh, they they get into their little tussle, and she kills him with a paper cutter. Thank God he had to cut all those documents right before he died. Yeah, he was... She was like, I'm going to bring you out of my dream. And he's like, nah, I kept you awake long enough to where you'll be in a coma and dream forever. So now you're stuck here with me. And her boyfriend's like, is that right? Adrenaline to the heart. <clears throat> and then she wakes up, and it just happens to be grabbing Freddy. So then he's in the real world. And I think this scene's cool, but it's way too short. I mean, how it much was, more could you have done? They get thrown against walls a few times. He backhands everybody a few times. They cut his hand off and slit his throat. Yeah. And then he's dead. 
Lame ass <laughs> ending. Yeah. Lame. Well, I mean, you could have set it up fucking Home Alone style like you did in the last one. She could have set up booby traps. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's no Dream Warrior action. Nobody with Gatling guns or switchblades. No. No no wizards. <laughs> no wizards. Strong man. None of it. So I guess that would have taken it into Hokey Town. But given the trajectory of this movie so far, I think a step into Hokey Town would have n- served it well. Like it already. Yeah, Freddy like, could have at least been turning into cool shit, like a Freddy like monster or uh I don't know. Give <laughs> give any of these characters any characteristics at all for him to work off of. Right. Yeah, like the model in the old one eating herself to death and shit. Like they didn't do anything like that. Why were- didn't we see Freddy as an Olympic swimmer? <laughs> right. <laughs> that would have been perfect. Swim cap, goggles, all burnt up. <laughs> Whereas uh, he should have been the lifeguard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Michael Phelps. Zinc oxide on his nose. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, we didn't get any of the signature Freddy shit. You were saying he should have walked up as a waiter at one point. Yeah, he should have been working at that diner. (laughs) No air humping. Yeah. (laughs) Very little bitch talk. Did he say bitch a single time? He didn't say bitch a single time. Nancy says bitch at the end. Just to emasculate him right before she cuts his throat. (laughs) And, like, a throat cut. Is that really how we're doing him? Didn't light him... Well, they lit him on fire again after he was dead from a throat cut, but... Yeah. Should have hacked him up a bit. Yeah. She could have just kept hacking him, but instead it was, like, a samurai chop. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just kind of a nothing movie. It's Mm. not bad. It's... I like the atmosphere. I like the way it's filmed, except for the shitty graphics that they use. Like, even not the CGI, just, like, the out-of-focus frames or shaky frames. or it just stands out as, like, that's not how it would be filmed now. And that's yeah. not how it would have been filmed before. It's just in this shitty time of filmmaking. And it ends with Mom getting grabbed through a mirror, which was extremely predictable. Yeah, stabbed through the back of her skull. That was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Zero practical in this movie at all. None. None. Even a point where he, like, stabs the guy through the shoulder. It's CGI because a second later you see the back of his shoulder and there's no blood on it or anything. <laughs> I don't want to say poorly made movie, but it's a pretty poorly made movie. Yeah, I think it's it's competently made for a reboot, but it's like, why didn't you do something different? Like, it's, it's a little too much of the first one over again. To where they did kind of go, they tried to go a little different. They didn't go, like, even name for name, they didn't remake it. Right. But it's just, like, too much homage while at the same time being something different. It it didn't have its own heart. There was no heart in this movie. Yeah. It just felt like we're doing it for the paycheck, and a paycheck that I don't think that they really got back. And, I don't know, a lot of people had a lot of problems with this movie, I, I don't think I have as many as they did, but I don't have a lot of nice shit to say about this movie. Yeah, no. Hmm. No, and I'm glad it didn't go on to get, like, get a sequel or anything. That would have been some straight-to-DVD shit for sure. Like, was this the last? Let me look that up. Because Platinum Dunes did all of the remakes. Probably close to. Watch, they did, like, Dune or something incredible. <laughs> all the Star Wars movies, what? They did the Hitcher remake, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Amityville Horror, Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. This is The Quiet Place as well. Oh, neat. And the Purge movies. Well, they got one good one in there. 
and Ouija. Ouija. Ouija 2, Origin of Evil. Yeah, those movies. Pain and gain. (laughs) But yeah, this was definitely, yeah, 2010. This was the last remake. And yeah, this must have definitely killed it for him. I feel like this killed all the horror remakes for a hot minute. Just because they had to, like, regroup after this devastating failure. Yeah, because it's like, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre did did good enough to get a prequel. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the Friday the 13th one is good enough to get a sequel. Yeah. It just never did, because it didn't do well enough. It doesn't make any sense, because that movie is vastly superior to even the old ones, and this one is incredibly not superior to the old ones. Yeah. It's just one of those things, like, what do you do? What do you do to make Freddy new without Robert Englund? The bi- I think the biggest sticking point with people is that it wasn't Robert Englund. Like, they just couldn't see past it being played by somebody else. Must make Robert Englund feel good, though. Yeah. But not even a cameo. Nothing. But, like, how could you do this again? Because we're, we're, we are going to talk about how we would like to see Robert England do one more and how we think that could shake out. But I guess before that, how could they continue or reboot this franchise with a different actor than Robert Robert England and actually have it work? Oscar Isaac? <laughs> he wouldn't have been the worst choice. Just because he's a good actor? Yeah, that's what you need is a good actor. Yeah. They don't need to even look like him. Just burn him up. But, I mean, do they need to lean into the silly? Does it need to be somewhat comical? Because I don't really feel like those were the best aspects of the original ones either. No, the the good ones are the ones that went light on the comedy. But, but it's inventive kills, I guess? Yeah, because this was just stabs. This was all stabs. There wasn't anybody who was, like, strung up by tendons or... Turned into a giant cockroach. There was none of that. Pizza meatball heads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but to do this right, you definitely needed Freddy to... Like, your characters needed to have traits that were unique to each of them. 80s horror movie tropes. Like, the swim guy, he should have had, like, a Freddy shark come after him in the pool or something. Yeah. Yeah, well, a thing they don't ever really seem to focus on in these movies for for a franchise called Nightmare on Elm Street is that Freddy's never really using what scares them against them. It's your nightmares. Your nightmares should be consisting of things that you're scared of. And it's never like, oh, this person's scared of snakes, I'm going to turn into a giant snake. He just does things that are scary, and it's like, this is a nightmare. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, he turns into a caterpillar to kill the druggie. That's true. But, but that's he's like, not scared of caterpillars. <laughs> no, he eats it. <laughs> he was all there for it. Yeah, that's a good point. There's, like, nobody's like, I have a devastating fear of dogs. And then dogs rip him to pieces or anything. But I guess a movie full of everyone just exclaiming their phobias just for <laughs> Freddy to use them against him doesn't really work either. Not math homework, yeah. no! How did he know what I was scared of? <laughs> Bees. <laughs> I'm allergic to bees. Oh, not balloons. Pickle jars. Christ almighty, pickle jars. (laughs) Intimacy issues. (laughs) How did he know? Freddy, not the engagement ring. No. (laughs) 
Eternal bliss. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I I like the the like Freddy turning into a car and attacking people and stuff. There's no transformations. You needed that. You needed a little bit of just character specific things instead of just the old stab and walk. But I don't know how you could remake this with like you'd need some maybe Ryan Reynolds, somebody who is like so in the public view that you would be into them just because like they'll never replace Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. No, but you need somebody like that. Like you need a household name to take over this mantle and be undeniable. That's what they need. Someone who's undeniably perfect for the role. And that guy was absolutely deniable. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> He's the strong man. He, he is like the incarnation of a dream warrior. <laughs> Little Timmy, what do you want to be? I want to be strong. Do you smell what the rock is cooking? And he transforms like the Hulk. You know who could be a good Freddy? Who's that? Is the brother from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. The brother from It's Always yeah. Sunny. D's brother, what's his name? Oh, Dennis. Dennis, yeah. <laughs> Dennis could be a Freddy Krueger. He's lanky. He's got a big head. Is what you need. He's a very good actor too. He's Juilliard trained. Hmm. I don't know. The casting is surprisingly difficult for this one. William Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little on the nose there. It's everybody's nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> I'm your boyfriend now. (laughs) 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 It's just not unique to the franchise. Just a quick slit to the neck. You need something. And Hypnosil would have been cool to get a better actor to play Freddy. Less Freddy on screen. I feel like we did get to see a lot of him in this one, but there was also long swaths of time where he was. Yeah. The one-liners were dumb. The dog is dead. He goes, I was only petting him. No. (laughs) So, we're bringing Robert England back. We're going to do a reboot right now. What's this reboot, Josh? How are we bringing Robert England back into this gritty reboot of some sort? I assume it's gritty. Mine's gritty. Yeah. Yeah. What would you got? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, they keep teasing that Blumhouse keeps trying to get the rights to this franchise, and they believe if they do, they can get Robert England back for one more. So we're going to try to pitch you ideas. Uh, I would say mine, I would make it a trilogy from the start. Let it be known it'll be a trilogy. And make it kind of like a love letter to the entire franchise. Kind of Halloween 2018 style. But don't don't Halloween ends it. (laughs) (laughs) And do something we've never seen before that people have really clamored to see. We would kind of see it in the the horrible TV show. But uh, is give us a movie set in like the 60s where Freddy is the bad guy as himself. Like before he turns into the nightmare man. Kids and fucking taking him back to his fucking horrible place and torturing them and all this shit. And then he finally gets caught. When he gets caught, the cops catch him. Because the whole point is he is supposed to be caught first. Mm hmm. Like, they leave that out of this movie. There was no police activity. The parents go and kill him in the original because there was a fuck-up. And someone uh, there was a signature missing on the search warrant, so his case got thrown out. Right. 
but do that. Like, have him get caught with the girl who's going to wind up being our main girl for the whole trilogy. And when he's getting, like, dragged away, he's, he's screaming at her, like, we belong together. And you see the whole court trial and everything, and then the movie ends with him being killed in the fire. Um, hmm. But, like, do a lot of, like, um, exposition during the trial. Be like, here, here's this, like, occult ritual shit we found in his lair. Ooh, like, okay. Like, kind of tease, like, maybe he did some sort of ritual to make himself into a demon man. Have, like, a Chucky like, doll in the background. something in his chest or something. Like, carve some sort of symbol into his chest. And when he died, it fucking turned into a nightmare man. Just have the word bitch written across <laughs> his chest. <laughs> <laughs> the most sacred of all evil words. Yeah. Um... Then the second one, she's like an adult. She has kids. Uh, Freddy comes back as a nightmare man. This is where you get your like real Freddy Krueger movie. Um, yeah, I don't know what you do in it really, but you end it with where somehow she's in a coma. And Freddy's like, you're stuck here with me. And she's like, well, you're stuck here with me too. So Freddy is locked down for the next 20 years while she's in a coma because he can't get out of her dream either. Ooh, okay, that's a nice ending. You skip to present day. She's in a coma still. The doctors have found a way to uncoma her. <laughs> and when you do, she freaks the fuck out like you've let Freddy out. And he's stronger than ever. He's been charged off of her constant dream for 20 years. Then he's like going on a super rampage. Is it a you've got the body, I've got the brains kind of deal? Uh, I would say that because he wanted like this this girl specifically, you end it with, you, you, as always, all Freddy Krueger movies, she keeps seeing the little girls who are constantly telling her never sleep again. And then at the end of the movie, at the end of the third movie, she goes, I have to never sleep again. And then she kills herself. Oh, And that Jesus. kills Freddy because they're connected. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> I like the idea. Make it a trilogy, and the first one is going to be really surprising to the whole audience that there's no nightmare monster. But, like, end it with him laughing. Like, Yeah, make him even worse yeah. <laughs> as, an, as a living <laughs> being. Because they always kind of, like, shy away from that stuff. Like, oh, we couldn't possibly show you that. Like, hmm. we couldn't really... We can't spend much time on the fact that he was the worst person to ever live. <laughs> yeah, we don't need to hear about the molester murderer. I don't know. My idea is kind of like flipping the franchise on its head. So, yeah, he gets busted doing all the bads, and he gets burned alive, but he doesn't die. He's the one in a coma, and, like, he's able to attack people in their dreams while he's the one in a coma, but, like, occasionally he wakes up and people come and talk to him, and he's just like, I can't control it. It's the nightmare man inside of me. And uh, that way, Robert England doesn't have to do all that much except sit around and maybe like drool a little bit. And uh, I feel like that's how we'd get him back and then just have him be like ominous and maybe give him like minions. You know what I mean? Like having the the dogs with Freddy faces and stuff. <laughs> like all of his little contraptions over the years or whatever, like become more of the, the focal point And they're trying to like come up with a way for Robert England's character to like tame the evil and make him the center character 
Like everyone else is like, he's a mechanic to fixing the problem. And I don't know how you would end that, but <laughs> like maybe he dies, but either way they just have him like locked up and he's just in a wheelchair comatose. Most of it. Yeah, that could definitely work. What was that? Right to die. That masters a horror. One <laughs> yeah, yeah, where yeah, the lady yeah. was like <laughs> telekinesis and shit when yeah, she was, she all was a, up. in a coma and a ghost at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> she would like flatline that. and become a ghost that would kill people. <laughs> Yeah, do that, but Freddy Krueger. Yeah, that could definitely work. Because that is something that these these franchises, like, Michael doesn't need a sidekick, as established in the most recent movie. Jason doesn't need a sidekick, but Freddy could actually use a sidekick. Like, the Texas Chainsaw guys, they essentially have a sidekick in that crazy Arlie Ermey guy. Yeah, he's always got a family of weirdos. So why doesn't Nightmare Supernatural Man have Nightmare Supernatural friends? Yeah, I don't know. Or at least summon demons or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Definitely needs more than this movie gave us, though. Fuck yeah, it does. So are we going to put this one in a check mark or the good or the bad? Um, I would put... I I disliked more of it than I liked, so yeah, it was check mark bad. And bad. I think it's like a 50-50 split. I think people really shit all over it. I don't think it's that bad. No. It's, it's not unwatchable. Cast is good. The kills are still entertaining, but not very varied. No, yeah. Same thing over and over. They spent too much time revealing a character that everyone already knows who he is. Yeah. So why not just the remake, just make it a sequel like Spider-Man? Spider-Man's already in the universe. So let's just jump straight into Dream Warriors. Yeah. Worm Monster. Or, yeah, Friday the 13th, remake it and just smush a few films together. Take the best parts out of all of them. Yeah. So, here we are at the end of this franchise, man. This has been fun. Yeah, this has been a lot more enjoyable than I expected it to be, because I didn't think these movies were going to have any sort of merit, but, yeah, we liked about half of them. Yeah. I feel like, in a lot of ways, I do like this franchise more than Friday the 13th. In a lot of ways. But in other ways, Friday the 13th is vastly superior. I feel like the little trilogy in here, 3, 4, 5, that's where the gold is in this franchise. And then Freddy vs. Jason. Yeah, that's definitely where the gold is. I I don't think I like a single one of these better than Friday the 13th movie. Than any of the Friday the 13th movies? Um, I'd say maybe there are a few I like more than like Jason Takes Manhattan or, and Jason Lives, but... Overall, franchise-wise, yeah, no, I'd watch Friday the 13th every day over this. Eh, I'm not so sure I would. Especially the old ones that are kind of just the same over and over. Like yeah. Two, three, four, like, those ones are, eh, you know. But, overall, not the worst franchise. A lot better than we remembered them being. Yeah. And uh, it seems like we liked half of them and didn't like half of them, so... Not getting rid of the box set, but I'm also not, like, Freddy's Dead is worse than any Friday the 13th movie. By far. It was, like, one of the worst movies I've ever seen. It was so dumb. So <laughs> It is pretty dumb. It's so goddamn stupid. But, all right. Well, if you enjoyed this fun banter that we've had for the whole month, check out High on Horror. It's a show we do with our buddy Chris. Talk about horror movies all the time. Probably not going to talk about any of these on there now. <laughs> because we've spent a lot of time on them. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I can't, uh, I mean, maybe we'll come back to the first one, but I can't imagine doing any of the sequels. Or... No, maybe Dream Warriors, maybe. Yeah. But, yep, and uh, you do another show that I'm on all the fucking time. Yep, For Nerds by Nerds, go check it out, people. I had a very busy October as well. 
Um, shout out to our friends. You can also catch me on Red Fox's show, Super Slash Bros, covering uh, some Halloween movies. That was really fun. But yeah, Foreigners by Nerds, FMBM Podcast on Twitter, FMBN, the number four in the letter U on Facebook and Instagram. Go give us a follow. I want to say thank you to the Fat Rat for the use of the song Unity. Unity! Unity! It's on YouTube. That's how he prefers it, because Spotify pays nickels. So yeah, check it out on YouTube. It's our theme song. Uh, if you want to get a hold of me, discdumppod at gmail.com. That's D-I-S-C-D-U-M-P-P-O-D at gmail.com. Don't forget that little PP in there. It's important. Anything you want to recommend to the audience, Josh? Halloween season's coming to a close. If it's fall where you live, go outdoors. Enjoy the uh, leaves and all that jazz. If not, I don't know how I don't know how you live. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be so weird for me to not have seasons, but a lot of people do it. Um, other than that, yeah. Um, I, this is coming out before Halloween, I assume. Probably Halloween. Probably on Halloween. It's Halloween, folks. Dress up as something. Watch your favorite scary movie. Get in the spirit. Yeah. And uh, do your best not to be depressed tomorrow when it's not Halloween season anymore. <laughs> I know I struggle with that. Yeah. Hang out with your friends. Yeah. Travel across the country. Yeah. Hang out with people. Yeah. Do it up. If we can do it, anyone can. We're poor. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, audience. Until I eventually decide to do another episode. <laughs> Toodaloo. Yeah, you gotta get this together. <laughs>